Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 82 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything about Pokemon. There's a weird, like, cadence that I don't usually do on that intro for some reason today. I'm not sure. Maybe it's my mood. I'm in a great mood today. Of of course, as always, I am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm feeling good today. It's mostly because there's, like, a billion things happening today. I'm excited about it, like, game-wise. All of them are completely unrelated to Pokemon. I mean, I'm excited to talk about Pokemon. There's been some really exciting things happening, uh, like, recently that I'm really, that I'm looking forward to talking about. Like, really recently, like, a day ago, it just happened. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it if you are. Um, But, like, some other stuff, This I'm recording this on the 23rd of August, 2022, for you historians out there. Um, first of all, it is the day that, uh, Genshin Impact updates to 3.0, aka Sumeru comes out, new big update, all new characters and world and everything like that. I'm excited. Also, uh, I guess I should say, uh, preemptively, I always say this, uh, if you, if my voice sounds a little bit different, if the space of the room sounds a little bit different. Uh, I am in a different room. Um, so I'm, I'm, I moved into a new room into uh, in our in our apartment in our house. Um, so if things sound a little bit odd to you, that is why. Uh, but it's it shouldn't be too bad. I mean, it's a good room. It's spacious. It's it's pretty small, so it's pretty uh, good for that. But um, also. Again, completely unrelated to Pokemon, Morty comes out in multiverses today. Just, like, a lot of, like, crazy stuff happening in, like, games that I like. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm in a great mood. I've, you know, I have all day. I got a free day today. Get to record EvoCast. I get to play some games and have a good time. And, you know, mood really affects... I got, like, fantastic sleep last night. So, I'm, like, I'm in... I'm in a... I'm raring to go. I'm in a fantastic mood. Let's Let's actually go... Um, and start this. So I guess the biggest thing to talk about right off the bat, um, is that the Pokemon World Championships are going on right now. I, I missed it, unfortunately, or at least I missed, uh, the part that I was the most excited about, which was Pokemon Unite. I just completely missed it. I don't think it's actually going on anymore. Let me, let me look this up. Um, World Championships Day 4. That was the most recent one on the 21st today features the finals for pokemon tg and pokemon v- vgc where was the where was uh unite did unite end i think the whole thing is over isn't it i'm gonna look this up right now <laughs> uh i'm gonna actually i just looked up when does the world championship start and it didn't know that I was talking about Pokemon. When does, does it go until like August, whatever? Oh, it's only four days. Okay, so yeah, I mean, the whole thing's over. Everything, all, all of it is done. Not only did I miss Pokemon Unite, but I missed the whole thing, um, which is fine. I wasn't super interested in watching it anyway. Like I wanted to, I really wanted to watch the Unite Championships, but um, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to watch it, which is, which is fine, but it happened. Uh, I heard it was fantastic. I heard it was really good. Uh, you know, obviously congrats to all the winners, yada, yada. I don't really know exactly who, who won or anything, um, or anything like that. I don't know the scene all too well, surprisingly, you, you know, I love watching competitive games. I love watching, um, when, when I was super into smash, I was, uh, really, 
really into uh, watching. You know, I'm super, super into the competitive scene of Smash. Same with multiverses right now, actually. I'm super into the multiverses competitive scene. Um, but I can never really get into competitive Pokemon, um, at least like Pokemon Unite and stuff. I never really, I never really got into it. I wanted to watch it this time around, uh, because I wanted to see what it was like and actually, in, you know, indulge it and see if I, and see if I liked it. Cause I love Pokemon Unite. I mean, it's a fantastic game. I love watching people play Pokemon Unite competitively. Um, and so I was sort of like, I love watching it at a high level, like on Twitch and stuff. So I was hoping that I could watch it, but I could always go back and watch the VODs. Maybe I'll do that like for next episode or something and talk about it briefly, but we will see. Um, I, I mean, I could do that because I am very the kind of person to just like put something on in the background that's really, really long and do it while I like play games. And I'm going to be playing a lot of games this upcoming days. So maybe I'll do that. Oh, another thing. Another thing that's really exciting. Sorry. I don't know if you can tell. I'm very excited. I'm in a very good mood today. Um, again, completely unrelated to Pokemon. I just wanted to say, uh, the new Game of Thrones show is out. The House of Dragons. I haven't actually watched the first episode yet, but like, oh man, I, I, I can't believe it. Game of Thrones is back. Kind of like, man, that's so exciting. Um, I recently watched like every single Game of Thrones episode in a row while I was working on my senior animation for college. Um, I literally watched like 120 hours of the entirety of Game of Thrones in like two weeks or like not even two weeks while I was working on my animations. And like, man, I love that show. It's good. Obviously, okay, I guess I should preface this is like a a, a generally kid friendly podcast. So if you are like a child uh, listening to this or if I guess you if if you are an adult listening to this with your child, I'm not really sure. Um that's like a super common instance, but I mean, this is uh, like, I don't swear on this podcast or anything like that. I don't really mention anything not kid friendly. Um, don't watch Game of Thrones or at least viewer discretion is advised because that show is insanely violent and insanely sexual. So just be careful. A little bit of overlap, I think with, with my, uh, you know, I, I mean like, I, I, this, this podcast is kid friendly. I don't swear. I don't talk about sexual things. I don't, I don't make jokes about it or anything like that most of the time. Um, and, but like every single other piece of media that I make is like, I swear and I make sexual jokes. So like, it doesn't really apply. Um, but just, I figured I would give it a mention. (laughs) I'm talking about Game of Thrones. It's definitely not the most like kid friendly or at least like most people friendly show out there it's very gruesome very horrible um in that sense but i mean you know that's sort of the point of the show you know like i said viewer discretion advised anyway i'm gonna stop talking about game of thrones now and actually talk about pokemon uh but yeah the world championships ended uh it's over now which is not something i was expecting to talk about because i didn't know that it was over but there you go there was um there's some special world championship distributions going on. And in fact, now I'm a little bit scared that they're over already. Um, oh, no. Okay, yeah. I, man, I didn't get it. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I, uh, there, there, there were some distributions um, for the world championships, and I was kind of hoping that I would be able to um get them like on the podcast i didn't actually check the dates they're all over are they really hold on that sucks i really wanted to i really wanted to get the that victini okay well there is okay there there's a couple codes that you can still get 
Um, the world championship codes are done, but there is a uh, a Dracovish you can get based on Ash. That that based on Ash's Dracovish, and you know what? I was actually planning on redeeming them on stream or on the podcast, so I'm gonna do that right now. Oh God, I still have. Sorry, is someone inviting me to play Pokemon Unite right now? They are. I don't even know how long this game has been open for. <laughs> also, there's a Pokémon tournament ch- trial. Weird. Okay, I'm going to open Pokémon Sword right now. I cannot remember the last time I opened it on my main account. And I'm going to get this Dracovish right now. And if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten it yet, um it's only a d- it ends in a day. Um from when this podcast is going to be out. So go do that right now. Oh, sorry. This is probably really loud. I want to do this right now on this podcast. First of all, because I think it's funny. And second of all, because I don't want to forget. And also, I want to remind you. Get a mystery gift. Uh, get with code password. The code is... I'm going to read it out to you as I type it in. We're connecting. <laughs> I should have Nintendo Online. I do. It is... Uh, G... A, N, J, zero, U, A, G, what is this word? O, six, no, eight, eight, two. What is this? What is this? Ganjoag. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Um, can can <laughs> I don't I don't even I'm not even gonna try. Did I do it right? Pass the code is incorrect. Huh? This is this is in Sword and Shield, right? Can I just do it from the internet? Did I do it wrong? Hold on, I gotta try this again. Ah, I did it wrong. I forgot a zero in there somewhere. I think. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Dragovish time. I don't even play this game anymore. Like, Sword and Shield, I mean. Especially not with Scarlet and Violet on the horizon, but... Whoa! By the way, actually, I did want to say, while I sort of relish in my... Um, my my new Dragovish, I do want to say, um, I guess this is sort of the first announcement that I'm doing on this... Uh, on this... on this... on this podcast... Um, anywhere at least, but I have been in the process of revamping my, my Twitch channel. Um, if you remember, if you've been sort of following me on places, um, I haven't had the opportunity to stream because I was in college and I was busy. Um, and also I was moving into a new house and, you know, things were, things were, were busy for me in that sense. Um, I was trying to get a job and every, you know, things like that, but over the course of that time, I have been I have been revamping my Twitch, doing new art for it, doing you know polishing things up. Um, at the time of recording this, it's not done yet. <laughs> um, but this is my sort of announcement that I am going to try my hardest, and I will probably do it even if things aren't done yet. Um, I want to stream Scarlet and Violet. Um, because I streamed Sword and Shield. I didn't stream Legends Arceus. Uh, but I did talk about it, but I want to, I want to stream, uh, Scarlet Violet. 
Um, and so if the time is coming around and you're sort of refreshed, I'm probably going to remind you up until the time, so don't worry about that. But um, I'm going to try my hardest to get as much of my Twitch revamped as possible. Um, and then I want to, I'm going to stream it. So if you want, if you want to, you know, watch me play the game, watch me do my reactions and stuff, I'm sure I'm definitely going to talk about it on the podcast. But I mean, if you want my live reactions and you want to sort of, um, just watch me, if you like my stuff, if you like my voice and you want to hear more of it, uh, I'll be streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lily Sion. Um, I might be streaming before then. We'll see. I might make it my debut. I'm not sure. Um, it all depends, but obviously it's not for a little while, so it won't be, it won't be like a pressing matter, but just putting that out there for now, that that is a thing that is coming. Also, like I said, don't forget to get your Dracovish, um, from Sword and Shield. I'm really sad that I wasn't able to get the Victini. <laughs> I really wanted the Victini. There was a Victini for the world championships, um, and it didn't, didn't work. Uh, so, cause it's done. So that is fine. Okay, moving on. Something funny. Yeah, there's actually really not that much to talk about today. Uh, this is probably going to be a pretty shorter episode just due to the nature of things. With all the with all the stuff happening, like the World Championships happened and like all of the, the, the updates we got for Scarlet Violet, which is what I'm going to be talking about today, by the way. There was new Scarlet Violet stuff. Um, not really that much is going on. Um, there is one more thing before we get to the more... Um, to the more specific news, there was, ah, yes, um, Pokemon Shuffle is to enter an end-of-life ser- service for Nintendo 3DS alongside the eShop going offline. Starting March 31st, 2023, you will no longer be able to have daily login bonuses or play in the rank stages or obtain event stage data if you haven't already. If you change the date of your device after this, you'll be unable to play the event stages as well. You'll still be able to play the standard stages after this. So Pokemon Shuffle is uh, like a almost an eight year old game at this point is uh, surprisingly or to nobody's surprise. I mean, uh, getting shut down because of the the 3DS sort of um, the eShop going offline and whatnot. So rip. I'm saluting if you can't if, if you couldn't tell I'm saluting right now. You can't see me, but I'm saluting right now <laughs> for for poor old Pokemon Shuffle. Anyway. Um, let's see. What do we got? Pokemon Go. Uh, the community day happened. The Zigzagoon one. We don't know, uh, what the next community day is going to be, I don't think. Um, is it? I actually don't know. That might not be true. We might know what it is. Um, let me see if we know. I think I might have talked about it last time. Do we know? We know the days. September 18th is the next one. Um, nope. We don't know. Um, so, I mean, this this Galarian Zigzagoon one happened, like, literally, I'm pretty sure, like, just last week. So, it's only been a little while um, since that. But it did happen. Um, you could get Obstacoon. You could get the move Obstruct. Um, and it could be Shiny. I was going to talk about the World Championships tie-in for Pokemon Go, but I'm a little bit worried that it's not going to be um, applicable. Yeah, nope. Uh, it happened. It, it ended today. Or it ended the day that the championships ended. Dang, man, I missed all this stuff. <laughs> that sucks. I don't, you know, I usually like to 
sort of beyond that. It, it's I, I apologize for being sort of like a couple days late with this stuff. I would have even like recorded it. I guess it doesn't matter when I record it because it wouldn't have actually been happening. But like, I wish I talked about this last week. Sort of the uh, just sort of the the downside to having an every two weeks podcast. Sometimes I'm just gonna miss stuff. Uh, which is unfortunate and mo- most of the things I have to talk about today are actually the like world championships tie-in so uh that things might be a little bit shorter than usual um lastly for Pokemon Go uh there's details for the Pokemon Go Safari Zone in Goyang South Korea um from September 23rd through September 25th it adds shiny spritzy to the game uh ticketed players will get three additional special trades have trades require 50% less stardust, special research and field re- have special research, event field research and incense that will last 8 hours. And there's like an absolute buttload of uh new like pokemon that will be spawning in the safari zone. It, 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 you know, they do the safari zone every so often. Nothing nothing crazy uh nothing like crazy new, but that is going on, and you can get unknown in G O Y A N, which is kind of fun. And Go Yang, Go Yen, I guess. Oh, all right. I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee. I've been moving. I've been moving fast today. I'm in a great mood. It wouldn't be an EvoCast episode without a nice sip of my coffee. Um, iced coffee, by the way. It's like a like a breakfast blend with um, mocha creamer. It's absolutely delicious. I'm a huge coffee fanatic. Like I said, it wouldn't be an EvoCast episode without without coffee. I love coffee. I drink coffee. I drink. I literally drink a cup of iced coffee every single day that I possibly can. I I love. I'm obsessed with this stuff. Maybe I'm addicted. There's probably a better word for that than obsessed. It's definitely addicted. But you didn't hear that from me. Mm. Okay. Um, talking about Pokemon Masters. You know, usually get like super worthwhile um news for pokemon masters that i actually like care to talk about but there is a um there's sort of a, a big one uh there's a i think it's the three-year anniversary which is which is crazy by the way um let me look this up is it the three-year anniversary yes as a part of the run-up to the third anniversary cele- uh, celebrations, there's like a bunch of new events and stuff that is happening. Um, Giovanni, Misty and Psyduck, Blue and Arcanine, and then there is, uh, I don't know if it's actually happening yet. When, hold on, when did, uh, I'm going to look this up right now. When did Pokemon Masters come out? August 28th. Okay, so it's in like five days. So that'll be happening, like, after, um, after, you know, in between this episode and next episode. So I probably won't get a chance to talk about all the new celebrations and stuff, but, uh, that is a thing that is happening, which is exciting. Third year, happy third year anniversary, Pokemon Masters. Not a game that I necessarily ever got into, um, but the biggest thing is that at the World Championships, they revealed... Um, Ash and Pikachu as the sync pair, which is, you know, I mean, if you've ever heard of the guy, he's sort of like the, the two biggest mascots of Pokemon ever. 
maybe maybe like two of the most well-known characters in all of media other than like super mario or like mickey mouse so i mean it's sort of a big deal i guess maybe um but yeah ash and pikachu i don't know anything about like the details and stuff <laughs> about this game i never played the game i don't know any like the gameplay and whatnot but uh ash and pikachu is coming uh, I I sound really excited. I know. I my body is like yawning for me. Um, no, I'm kidding. That's rude. I, I'm excited about this. I'm not. I'm not personally excited about this, but I know that it is sort of a big deal. And I'm sure that you get like a like a billion polls or something uh, in this uh, in this new anniversary event. I I listen. I play a lot of gotcha games. I know what it's like to uh, to like big anniversary events to happen it's exciting you know that's like the biggest thing um but yeah ash and pikachu is coming that's exciting i'm i'm honestly as someone who didn't play the game before i am kind of surprised that they weren't in the game already but there we go okay now you know this podcast is definitely certainly a little bit biased because i'm i'm excited to talk about pokemon unite (laughs) pokemon unite um i am going to look so tyranitar is out um and i'm going to actually look at what his moves do because i have no idea what he does i haven't played since he came out i've seen a little bit of gameplay of him he seems very uh strong like really strong um what do his moves do i don't i don't think this uh i don't think this uh This website shows what it does. Aha! His passive ability is Guts. When Larvitar receives... Oh, sorry. Okay, they each have different abilities. Uh, Larvitar's ability is... um, When Larvitar receives damage equal to at least 10% of max HP, attack is increased by 30% for 3 seconds. Oh, interesting. So you want to be attacked. When Pupitar receives damage equal to at least 10% of max HP, all of status conditions are nullified and Pupitar is granted a, a shield worth 10% of max HP. That's pretty good. And then uh, summons a Sandstorm around Tyranitar for 3 seconds after using a move. The Sandstorm increases defense and special defense by 65%. Okay, so it's like he... I see. He's just like a you go in and you and you tank every single piece of damage ever. Um... Bite is his basic move. Oh, let's just look at what Tyranitar gets. Um, Dark Pulse. Exhales a mist of darkness on a horizontal sweeping motion, dealing damage to every enemy hit. Stone Edge. Uh, Ancient Power and Sand Tomb. Let's look at his Unite move. I'm not going to go through, like, every single tiny thing. This isn't, like, a... Like a... uh, Like an analysis. It's not like a Pokemon Unite analysis podcast. Explode with anger, tyrannical rampage, uh, and go on a rampage for 10 seconds, increasing the duration of Unite Move generic movement speed bonus and cooldown reduction bonus from 8 seconds to 10 seconds. Okay, so, oh, I see. So his Unite buffs um, happen for longer, just like passively. Uh, while rampaging, Tyranitar also gains 50% tenacity and the basic attack pattern changes, dealing increased damage. If the HP of an enemy hit by these attacks is below 20%, it is immediately knocked out. Sorry, so you just kill people 20% earlier. 
dang, that is, <laughs> that is like actually crazy. Like that's actually, okay. Wow. I didn't know he was like that. That So he's just like a straight up beast, like a physical beast. He's slow, I imagine. I'm struggling to find his his uh, his downside here. I imagine he's slow, or at least he's like. I mean, like I would say that he's not bulky, but he he literally has a passive ability that <laughs> uh, that that makes him more bulky. So I don't know. But hey, Tyranitar is here, uh, which is exciting. I, I, I'm excited to um, to check this out. Also, a new stage, the Thea Sky Ruins, which features various new Pokemon, including Rayquaza instead of Zapdos. This, okay, this is like so exciting to me. The music for this stage is really good and i'm hoping that it replaces the default battle theme because i'm getting a little bit tired of it um but like requesa replaces zapdos let me see if i can spot anything different there's little magnemites with cameras around is that normally in the game that's so cute um i want to so the bundle bees replace the uh the basic pokemon which i like actually can't remember what it is the the layout seems to be almost identical i think actually is it it is the layout is identical um there's a natu there's an Aselgore and an escavalier on the top and bottom there's a ball toy these are just the wild pokemon bunnelbees what replaces the yadinos I don't know why I said that name so weird. Is it going to show me? It's not going to show me it replaces the Autonos. Hold on. Surely they show it at some point, right? I don't think they do. <laughs> We're never going to know. They show like every single other wild Pokemon except for the, except for Autonos. Let me see if I can sort of sneak a peek here. Oh, it seems like it's too far away for me to see. It's too, like, early in the game. The Autonos don't spawn um, at the top or bottom or, like, on the sides yet. Maybe it's the ball toys? I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. I'm just curious. I just, I like, I like seeing Pokemon in Pokemon games. Um, but it, it comes out on September 2nd, which is really, really exciting. And, of course, Rayquaza replaces Zapdos, which I'm not sure... Um, is going to have any mechanical differences. It seems to just be a skin, but like, that is really cool. I'm, I'm exciting. I'm exciting. I am excited to see new, um, sort of skins over the, uh, over the base maps because like, we, like we've gotten a bunch of maps in the past, but none of them have ever replaced the, like the core Pokemon and layout of the maps, which is what this does. And I'm excited about it. That, that is, that is, uh, exciting to me. I'm looking forward to it very, very much so. I'm excited to get a new a new change of scenery. Um There see, you know, there was a world championship tie-in, but no more because it's over, I'm imagining. Hold on, let me let me check to see if 
uh, if the shirt is still available. You can get a shirt in Pokemon Unite. Um, let me see. Um, there was a there was a Pokemon Unite shirt you could get in like in Pokemon Unite for the World's Championship, and I don't know if that is something that is available anymore. Please? <laughs> I want something. I don't want to have missed literally everything. Uh, I can't seem to find it. It was here before, but it's probably over by now. Yeah, it's probably over by now. That's okay. I'm only a little bit upset about that. Um... Yeah, that's fine. I can't find it. I don't want to spend too much time finding it. Um, there are, though, however, new Hollowware. Last of, last but not least for Pokemon Unite. Um, new Hollowware speed round. Let's see. Who got new Hollowware this update with Tyranitar? I'm imagining Tyranitar got one. Oh, Buzzwool got a tuxedo. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I'm going to just go down the list and see if anyone's anyone got anything new. I know Gardevoir got something new. Oh, there's Tyranitar. He got Tuxedo. Oh my god. He's got he's such a fancy little lad. He's got such a little hat on. And a tuxedo. He's so fancy. Um Gardevoir got Cafe style. I think, which gives her a little It almost looks like uh Um Cafe Remix. Let's see. I don't think any of these are new. I think that's it. Well, I'm really putting speed round into, you know, taking speed round literally here. I don't think there's any. I think that's it. I mean, <laughs> not a not a whole lot has happened in the Unite since then. Um, Yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, that's OK. Well, that's it. Gardevoir got a cute one. Uh, Oh, Aegis Slash got one. Hold on. It's like the, this is the, like the new big one, I think, isn't it? Is it a premium Hollowware or no? Let me find Aegislash. I knew that Gardevoir and uh, Tyranitar got one, but I forgot that Aegislash got one too. Where is he? There he is. Noble style. It's got like its own art, but I don't, like its own render, but I don't actually, I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a, a premium one. Yeah, no, you could buy it. Uh, excuse me. You can buy it for twelve, uh, twelve thousand or twelve hundred gems. That's a lot of that's a lot of money for a skin. One thing I will say about this game: this the skins are expensive, man. Like I, I'm happy to have my like McDonald's employee Glaceon. Did Glaceon get any new ones? I guess they would probably know. But I should check. I'm a little biased here. No, no new Glaceon ones. Hopefully we'll get some more Glaceon uh, outfits soon. But Agent Slash got one Noble Style. I'd never really explained this. He's He's got like a, he's got, again, another uh, top hat on. He's got a cape this time, which is crazy. A little outfit on. Very strange to see a sword wearing clothes, but I'm going to just sort of put that out of my mind and not worry about it. <laughs> um, but I think that does it for Pokemon Unite. Not very much more. Sorry about the 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 uh 
No, you know what? I I need to find this. Um. This uh this code. I know that there's a new code. For a shirt, I I wouldn't have written it down if I if there wasn't. Like why would why would I write it down if there wasn't a new code? I'm 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 determined to find this now. It is definitely here somewhere. Um, this is all coming from Cerebi, by the way. Uh, Cerebi.net is like my major uh resource for getting new for getting news on Pokemon stuff. Where is it? Did they delete it in like the 30 minutes before, like in between me writing it down and me recording this podcast? I'm looking it up on Google. I'm, I'm looking it up on Google. You can now use the code WORLDS2022 to get your special Worlds themed shirt for your Pokemon Unite trainer. I found it. It is real. Until August 30th, I know what I'm doing right now. You have to listen to me like open Pokemon Unite again. <laughs> Every time there's a code, I should just do it instead of actually, uh, instead of just telling you about it because I'm gonna forget. I knew it. I knew there was a, re it was real. It's not on Cerebi anymore. It's literally not on Cerebi anymore. I swear to God that I, or maybe it was never on Cerebi. I don't know. But you can get it now. I'm opening Pokemon Unite. You can, so you can use the code WORLDS, all caps, 2022 to get the uh, to get a, a shirt for your trainer. I'm probably never going to use it. Do I have to update the game? I don't know if you can hear this. I don't have to update the game. That is fantastic. Come on. Oh, <laughs> it froze for a second there. I just want to put my code in. All right. I'm going to do my daily, uh, like, gachapon. What did I get? Doduo. Okay. Anyway. Um. Oh, boy. How do, where do I go to redeem, to redeem a code? It's an event, isn't it? It's in, like, a really weird place. Gift exchange. Here we go. I don't know why it's in events and not in, like, the settings, but... Enter gift code. All caps. World. Uh. Worlds 2022. Worlds. Where's my numbers? Give them to me. Oh, my, my Joy-Cons are breaking. <laughs> I need to get new Joy-Cons. Exchange. Yes. We got it. Where is it? Give it, me to my mailbox. I know you can't see anything. Mail. I have nine friend notifications. Oh, it's people giving me, uh, people giving me coins. Um, okay. It doesn't seem like it's in my mail yet. That's fine. <laughs> I'll get it next time I log on. That's fine. Oh man. Well, there we go. Okay. Moving on. Let's get out of here. Um, what's next? What do we got? Well, that, I mean, that's it for the, for the games. Pokemon Unite, new stuff. Uh, oh, that's right. There is a, uh, they revealed a new TCG. 
I think. If I read that correctly. Where is it? Here it is. The latest news from Pokemon TCG showcasing the first details for the game as of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. The returning of Pokemon EX. Oh, that's so good. That's so hype. These are once again needing to be evolved into... And the cards focus the cards focus on the theme of comebacks. Their power of will rival that of Pokemon V-Star. I'm gonna watch a little short trailer. Pokemon EX is coming back? That's so good. That's so nice. There's uh Coridon and Maridon. Their card art is beautiful. Are they gonna be EX? Yeah, there it is. EX, baby! Coridon EX and Maridon EX. That's so exciting. New standard coming 2023. Alright, cool. Hey, new well, new uh new Scarlet Violet TCG. That's so exciting. With uh with Pokemon EX coming back, that's what I remember from the days when I played Pokemon. Or the uh the TCG. That's so exciting. They're tapping into my nostalgia. Which is honestly not something I expected them to do. I man, I really need to play the TCG. I it's the TCG has been something that has been so like it's it's like a like like a liquid in my hands, like syrup in my hands. It's like I can kind of do it so sometimes, but like it's just been something that I've that I've never been able to to grasp onto. I like it. I like playing it. I've played it a couple times in the past couple months, but like I just never, I never get into it where I play consistently, and I really want to do that. Maybe this will bring me bring me back into it. Who knows? Okay, let's move on. Um, that's it for the news for today. Um, I am going to do merch today. <laughs> um, I've sort of forgotten to do merch. In the past, like, two episodes, I apologize for that. I just kind of, I just kind of forgot about it. <laughs> but merch is back. Don't you worry about that. Most of this is coming from PokeJungle, twitter.com slash PokeJungle. Um, thank you to PokeJungle for not sponsoring this episode, but uh, giving me the information that I need in order to do the episode. First up, um, Pokeball-shaped... Halloween buckets. <laughs> um, and, and this is actually an affiliate link from, uh, from Poke Jungle. So I'm sort of like, they posted this because they have an affiliate link. Um, and so if you want the Pokeball shaped, um, buckets for Halloween, which is coming up, I guess, kind of soon, there's a lot of Halloween stuff on this list, uh, by the way, which is like, I guess they're preparing beforehand. Um, but um, if you want the Pokeball shaped Halloween bucket, either for you or for your kids or for your little brother or whatever, um, you can, um, go to at PokeJungle on Twitter and use their affiliate link again, not sponsored, just figured I would give them, give them a little shout out. Cause they, I mean, I use their, their feed for most of my things. <laughs> um, next is BBC ice cream, which is a heck of a brand name. Um, Pokemon X BBC Ice Cream Collection is now available. bbcicecream.com slash collections. Ooh, Billionaire Boys Club. Sorry, excuse, sorry, excuse me. $275 for a BBC exclusive reversible sweater. 
$350 for um, BBC X Pokemon Pikachu and Meowth Tie-Dye Circle Rug. So these are like the big money. There's a hoodie. There's a Pikachu hoodie. There is a Mewtwo shirt. There is a Billionaire Boys Club uh, Pokemon Pixel t-shirt. Uh, there's Mewtwo t-shirts. There is the the reversible Pikachu sweater. And there is the Billionaire Boys Club Pikachu tote bag. <laughs> so these are very expensive. Some of them are sold out already. Oh, I see. Mo- actually, most of them are sold out. The only things that aren't sold out are the Pikachu hoodie and the, the Pikachu reversible sweater. Um, so if you're looking, if you want to spend, if you want to drop like over 150 bucks on uh, Pokemon merch, here you go. Like they look really nice, but wow, that is very expensive. I guess they weren't kidding when I said, uh, billionaire boys club next, uh, and in fact, second to last, not very many, uh, not very many. Oh, I forgot to say, I didn't have a link on this one, so I didn't see it. Um, the, uh, McDonald's happy meals, uh, the Pokemon ones are back. The, uh, you can get like Pikachu, the Pikachu happy meal boxes that I still have one of those, by the way. Um, I saved it from when I, uh, from when I went and got, when I opened those card packs on stream or on, on the pod, on the episode, I keep saying stream. Um, I still have it. And also, uh, they're back. You can get them again. I don't think you can get the TCG, uh, packs anymore, but you can get the, um, you can get like little Pikachu and Pokemon toys and stuff. Um, so not, maybe not as interesting, but still cool. Still fun. Um, second to last, but not least, (laughs) uh, again, once again, the Halloween merch, the Halloween hype is coming. I'm, I mean, like, I don't mind it. I love Halloween. I love Halloween time. Um, there's a huge thread over on Pokey Jungle, um, at, of course, at Pokey Jungle on Twitter for, um, Halloween merch. There's like, there's plushies of Calyrex and Pikachu, uh, plush keychains, like little lights, Azura hoodie, a Calyrex wood figure. So, oh, like the wood, right. The wood figure from the game. I was like, why, what, why, what is that all about? Um, Pikachu pumpkin mug. Very cute. Uh, you can look at the whole thread and see everything. Essentially, there is a bunch of um, of Halloween merch coming to Pokemon, which, uh, I mean, they do every year. It's not like it's a surprise or anything, but uh, it is something something interesting. And finally, for the only entry today in Plentiful Plushies, is, uh, I like... I don't, I didn't want to go too far back in sort of like the timeline. I know that I forgot like the last two episodes, so I haven't really been talked about merch or plushies for like a month or two. Um, but I don't, I didn't want to go back too far because some of the things might either be not available or sold out. Um, and so the only plushies recently that I could find are, uh, San, San A, S A, San A, S A N hyphen E A or E I. Um, expanding their all-star collection lineup. They've also announced two new cushion-style plushies, the Dene and Rowlet. These plump plush pals are perfect for hugging. Nice alliteration there, Poke Jungle. Uh, they're also stated for a November release in Japan. Big, plump, the Dene and Rowlet plushies. And of course, 
Um, if you're intimidated by the only in Japan part, there are many websites out there. I forget the uh, I forget the name of it, but Pokey Jungle like they they support or like they they advertise this this place that you can get um, Japanese only merch all the time. I forget what it is. I forget the name of it, but if, if you're really curious, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Um, there are many resources out there for you um, to get um, things from Japan shipped to uh, places that aren't Japan. So J- Japanese exclusives become uh, non-exclusive anymore, which is nice. All right, before we talk about the new Pokemon and the new items and stuff in Scarlet and Violet, let's go to everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random pokemon every single episode random pokemon of the week and today's pokemon is number 355 i sounded like a like a like a voice machine you had 355 new messages um mom's mad at you for something i don't know your girlfriend something anyway uh, I think that's enough time for you to guess what Pokemon that is. It is Duskull. I don't know why I said it like that. Duskull. It's Duskull. I'm in a weird mood today. I don't know if you can tell. Sort of uh, exemplified by my, my humor and weird ways of talking, which isn't necessarily new new to me, but especially today. I don't know. what's Something is wrong with me. Um, Duskull is a ghost-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 3. Uh, it evolves into Dusclops at level 37 which evolves into Dusknoir when traded while holding a Reaper Cloth. In Pokemon Legends Arceus, however, Dusclops evolves into Dusknoir when exposed to a Reaper Cloth. Just exposed to it. Um, Duskull is the Requiem Pokemon? Stra- I, I guess Requiem is sort of like after death? Weird? I guess that makes sense. Um, it has Levitate, or Frisk, as it's hidden ability. Um... Uh, uh, after only after uh, Gen Six though didn't have a uh, didn't have a hidden ability in Black and White. Um, gender ratio of fifty percent male, fifty percent female. Um, it is two foot seven or zero point eight meters and thirty three point one pounds or fifteen kilograms. I don't think I talked about the weight or height of the last Pokemon of the week, random Pokemon of the week. I uh, I don't remember doing that last time i'm not going to spoil the pokemon in case you want to guess but like i uh i don't i it's something i forgot to do it sort of just like reminded me i feel like i haven't done that in a while <laughs> anyway duskull i like this pokemon it was one of my favorite pokemon back in the day when i was sort of just like a kid and i didn't really know all the pokemon out there um i really really liked duskull it's a really cool pokemon i mean i love its like single eye i think that if it had two eyes it wouldn't be nearly as memorable um like i like that it's like like dusclops and dusknar how it's sort of like one eye taking up two skulls i think that or two eye holes in a skull i think that's really cool what is this guy's deal i like you know he's a he's a cool little ghost i like his skull i like his little hood obviously he's he looks like a personification of death but like what what, what's his what is this pokemon Duskull can pass through any wall no matter how thick it may be. Once this Pokemon chooses a target, it will doggedly pursue the intended victim until the break of dawn. That is horrifying, thank you. Uh, Duskull wanders lost among the deep darkness of midnight. There is an old-told, oft-told admonishment 
given to misbehaving children that this Pokemon will spirit away bad children who earn scoldings from their mothers. A glare from the single scarlet eye... <laughs> scarlet! Makes even burly grown-ups freeze in utter fear. It is a nocturnal Pokemon that roams around under the Cloak of Darkness. Um, making itself invisible, it silently sneaks up to prey. It has the ability to slip through thick walls. Let's see if there's anything anything new. Oh my god, it loves the crying of children. It startles bad children by passing through walls and making them cry. Oh my goodness, why? Why do you love this? What is wrong with you? Uh... It will find if it finds bad children who won't listen to their parents. It will spirit them away, or so it said. I guess it 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 loves. It loves children crying. I've heard that the children of Hisui all begin to behave once they've told once they've told the story of how this Pokemon roams around roams about before the witching hour to spirit away misbehaving children. Okay, so it loves to just take children away. That is, uh, dark. <laughs> I mean, you don't need me to tell you that, but wow. Great. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Duskull. Didn't really tell me any information about, like, where this thing came from. Or why it is just like a ghost. But I guess, you know, doesn't need an explanation, I suppose. Um, let's look at its uh, mystery dungeon. 51 to 100% HP. Walls don't mean much to me. I think it, sh I think it should be able to walk through walls in mystery dungeon. <laughs> Uh, 26 to 50% HP. No, no, no. My health has fallen by half. 1 to 25% HP. I'm close to falling. My body has started to fade. And on level up, foo, foo, foo. <laughs> I've seemed to have leveled. I never understood what that laugh was supposed to be. Foo, 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 foo. Like, what is, what is that? What is that? What is that supposed to sort of personify? Does anyone actually laugh like that? It's so common. I've, I seem to have leveled. Okay, anyway. I like, he's cute. It's a cute little guy. A little creepy little guy. Definitely a little more, definitely a little bit more scared of Duskull uh, after reading those Pokedex entries. Let's look at its trivia. It only has a couple. Uh, Duskull may be seen as a parallel to Shuppet. Uh, both are Generation 3 Ghost-type Pokemon. Both evolve into their evolved form starting at level 37. They also have the same base stat total. Uh, Duskull... Along with Shedinja and Galarian Yamask have the lowest base special attack of all base Pokemon. Is it like a... Is it a physical attacker? Or is it just like a bad Pokemon? Huh. I mean, not really. It's got an attack of 40 and a special attack of 30. Speed of 25. Oh, it's bulky. I suppose that makes sense. Um, we'll take a look at its Little Cup entry in a little bit here, but... Uh, Duskull may be based on the Grim Reaper or the Boogeyman. The Japanese equivalent of the boogeyman is called the Namahage. Its shape is similar to a Hitodama, the Japanese representation of a human a human soul. That is a that is like just a little cloud. Are balls of fire that float around at midnight? Okay, so it's like ball lightning. Interesting. What is the what does the Namahage look like? Oh. Oh, it's like the the Oni guy. <laughs> the Oni guy, yeah. Um, the Namahage are demon-like demon -like beings portrayed by men wearing hefty Oni masks and traditional straw capes. Uh, during a New Year's ritual in local northern Japanese folklore of the Oga Peninsula area of the Akita Prefecture. Wow, that's cool. 
I like their straw like like outfits. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I suppose I could see the resemblance. Sort of. Duskull is a combination of dusk and skull. I never would have guessed. Okay. Which we're sort of going nowhere with these with these descriptions. Let's look at its shiny form and then actually let me uh let me let me open it up in Smogon and see if it's got any any little cup. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, we'll be there in a second. It does actually have a pretty good standing in little cup. Let's look at its shiny form. Okay. Um, it is red. Interesting, by the way, that it's uh it's Pokemon Home. Um, render has its eye in purple instead of red when every single other like in its non-shiny form every single other sprite of this pokemon has its as its eye in red and not purple but for some reason the pokemon home one is purple could that possibly be a hint of scarlet and violet new theory um i mean it's it's shiny is red and it did describe its eye as scarlet and in pokemon home it's purple thinking i'm doing the like thinking emoji face right now um i mean it's just red <laughs> it's literally it it just becomes red like it's it's gray body is red nothing else changes that's it um i mean i guess it's a pretty it's a pretty like basic pokemon i would have liked uh to see its eye change color maybe like instead of it's maybe maybe they were supposed to be swapped in its pokemon home thing or something i don't know i think it would have been cool if like when its body turns red its red eye becomes purple or even gray maybe like a like a like a dark i don't know um like i like it but it's not anything special it's like it's like it's it's like perfectly acceptable i'm gonna give it like a i'm gonna give it a five out of ten just because it's like yeah man yeah, it's red now. I guess it's it's uh its face looks like it becomes a little bit lighter, but that might just be um actually, you know what? I'm going to do I'm going to test this real quick. It looks like its face gets lighter. No, okay. In, in in its Pokémon home appearance, its face gets lighter in its shiny form, but it's not actually lighter in any of its sprites. So, they're kind of uh they're kind of not like correct most of the time, which is which is interesting. Um Okay. Oh, you know, hold on. I guess it does have a couple it does have a a, a purple eye in some of its renders. In Pokemon XD it has a purple eye. Um in some of its dolls it has a purple eye. In some of its in some of its uh, TCG artwork, it has a it has a purple eye. Interesting. So I guess there is a little bit of like lore behind that, but weird. Well, okay. Um, let's take a look at its little cup format. Um, I'm gonna just go to yeah. I'm gonna just use the Sun and Moon one because it's not available in Sword and Shield. Uh, this is written by Connie. C-O-N-N-I. Um, Duskull has a base stat of 20, or base HP stat of 20, an attack of 40, defense of 90, special attack of 30, special defense of 90, and a speed of 25. Duskull's great defense and special defense, coupled with a rather good utility move pool, make it look like a considerable utility Pokemon. 
In actuality, okay, I lied. I just read the like the first line and thought that it was good. In actuality, the rest of its stats are very poor, having a limited offense move pool and no access to recovery. Firstly, Duskull's ghost typing leaves it weak to the common knockoff and doesn't give it useful resistances since almost every fighting type carries the move. Duskull is often also very passive, which allows setup sweepers that don't mind its moveset such as Clam Pearl and Ammonite to set up on it. As a wall, Duskull is outclassed by the likes of Ferrisseed and Mudbray due to its typing and passivity, but also because it does nothing useful while walling, whereas Ferrisseed can set entry hazards and use knockoff, and Mudbray is hard to switch into. Duskull's lack of reliable recovery hinders its ability to wall as well. Okay, well, I'm not going to continue reading this then, because it doesn't seem like it's very good. Um, Pain Split, Will-O-Wisp, Substitute, Shadow Sneak, Eviolite Item, obviously, uh, Levitate Ability, clutch um relax nature plus defense minus speed yeah i mean sure level five um 196 hp evs 196 defense evs and 116 speed special defense evs that's sad i thought it would be at least a little bit better but that's okay <laughs> you know whatever i mean duskull and dustcloud the uh, dustclouds and dust now are also really really bad which is not surprising that it itself is pretty bad so that's that's a little bit unfortunate all right the moment you've all been waiting for um there was a very small trailer like a literally a less than two minute trailer for scarlet and violet uh that went over a couple new things first of all a new pokemon <laughs> Um, it is, um, let me, let me look up its page. It's normal dragon type. Its name is, uh, Cyclazar, Cyclazar. Um, it is the mount Pokemon, which, I mean, it looks like a, a bicycle. So you, you know, you can kind of imagine, uh, sort of where it comes from with, uh, with Koridon and, um, Maridon. I don't know if it's going to evolve into them. It kind of looks like it might, but I also kind of doubt it um it has sheds oh yeah shed skin is its ability um this pokemon has lived in many households in the paldia region since ancient times it has a mild disposition and people riding cyclozar are a very is a very common sight it appears cyclozar doesn't mind being ridden because of the warmth of a rider warmth of a rider helps stave off the cold cyclozar can split sprint at over 120 kilometers per hour while carrying a human it's extremely hard head and thick lithe tail are not only useful maintaining balance and absorbing shocks while sprinting they also provide effective ways to attack during battles um so but the the biggest thing about um about cyclosar is it's absolutely meta destroying meta obliterating move uh called shed tail <laughs> which if you know anything about about um competitive pokemon you know how good substitute is right substitute it's a crazy good move it sort of puts you behind this wall and if you can manage to do it when it a poke when a pokemon isn't able to break uh break your substitute you essentially get a free hit to set up like that's crazy now it has a new attack called shed tail which the user creates a substitute and then switches out to another Pokemon. So they've essentially taken shed or substitute and U-turn and put it into one move. 
which I mean, you don't need to tell, you don't need me to tell you how crazy that is. <laughs> I'm really excited to see how, uh, how like absolutely meta breaking that's going to be. Um, but like, man, wow, that, that is, that is, I'm, I'm excited and also terrified. Uh, there was also a couple new items. Uh, the loaded dice, the holder is more likely to hit multi-strike moves the high amount of times, which is pretty good. It's like a mini, um, what's that, what's that ability called? Cloyster has it. What is it called? Skill link. That's what it is. Um, Chinchino has that too. Anyway, um, so it's like a, like a held item version of skill link. Um, the mirror herb, the user's, the holder's stats raise when the opponent's stat is raised for one instant. So if you get, like, if you're fighting against a Pokemon with, like, ancient power, and they get that 20% ancient power boost, you're also gonna get that. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good, I think, when you, like, um, maybe if you, like, Ha are already against a Pokemon that is in the middle of setting up. Uh, you can send out a Pokemon with a mirror herb, and like if they set up again, you'll either copy the whole, um, like just the just the boost that they get, or all of their stat changes. I'm not exactly sure, but that seems like it's going to be pretty useful. And then finally, probably another one of the most meta breaking items in the whole game: the covert cloak, um, which the holder is immune to additional effects of moves. Which, like, rip Pokemon like Togekiss, Jirachi, anything with with Serene Grace. Um, rip. Because that is, that's crazy. Like, that is such a crazy, that's a held item, too. So, like, any Pokemon can have that ability on them. Like, as a, as a replacement for their own, um, for their own stuff. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I, I'm, 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 uh... I'm very, I'm very surprised by that. Um, other than that, though, not really anything new. Um, a couple new Pokemon uh, were added, like, were, were confirmed. I think, like, Magnezone, Cloyster, Azumarill, uh, just off the top of my head, Rotom Wash. Um, oh, there's also um, Terra Blast. Uh, changes type to the user's Terra type after the user has terrestrialized. I figured that they would use a move like that, like they would do a move like that, so I'm not really surprised by that, but good to know that there is a move like that. Um, and yeah, that's like, that's pretty much it. There's really not that much, uh, new. It would, it would, I mean, it's a big one because we got a new Pokemon and also like a new, a new slew of, of competitive items that are going to very, very much change the, uh, the way that competitive functions probably, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited to see how the meta shifts. Um, but really other than that, nothing crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I think that's like pretty much everything that they, they revealed in the new, in the new trailer. Obviously you can watch the trailer for yourself. It's called the competitive tra play trailer. Um, but really, I mean, you know, that's it. Some, some little stuff like this episode is full of very little stuff, just like little, little bits and bobs for everything all over the place, which is nice. I know I, I don't mind that it gives me a lot of, uh, it gives me a lot of, um, what's the word variety to talk about, I suppose. So I am certainly not opposed to it. And I suppose before we end off the episode, that's really all we have to talk about. But, uh, before we do that, I of course have to introduce you to 
um, everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every single episode, and today's move is Roar. Roar. Uh, is a non-damaging normal type move introduced in Generation 1. It was TM05 from Generation 2 to Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, Roar is a status move. Uh, it has a PP of 20, a power of nothing, an accuracy of nothing, and a priority pri- <laughs> priority of negative 6. Oh boy, we got a, we got a big one. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty... Uh, this is a this is a pretty uh, pretty uh, big sort of explanation of what this move does. If Roar is successfully used in a wild Pokemon battle by either Pokemon, the battle will automatically end. Um, in a trainer battle, Roar has no effect. Roar has 100% accuracy and normal priority. If the user's level is less than the target's level, there is a chance that Roar will fail between approximately 10% and 25%, depending on the levels of the two Pokemon. The chance of failure typically increases the higher the target's level is than the user's. Makes sense. Uh, And there's this, like, fancy formula here that I'm not going to go into, but there is a formula. When a trainer is in battle, Roar will now force the target... This is Gen 2. uh, Roar will now force the target to switch with a randomly chosen Pokemon from its trainer's party. Oh, I see. So it actually uh, just, like, didn't work in trainer battles. Interesting. Um, if there's no Pokemon for the target to switch with, Roar will fail. Roar now has a priority of negative one. I, I cannot say priority. Roar's chance to fail does not apply to trainer battles. However, in trainer battles, Roar will always fail if used before the opponent has made its move. If the player uses Roar against the Red Gyarados or try to escaping from the forced wild Pokemon encounters at Team Rocket HQ, the move will always fail. Um, in Generations 3... And four, Roar now has a priority of negative six. Roar will fail when used against Pokemon with the abilities Soundproof and Suction Cubs or Rooted by Ingrain. It no longer fails if it is not used last. Um, in Gen 5, in Wild Pokemon Battles, Roar will always fail if the user's level is less than the target's. In Trainer Battles, Roar will now succeed if it hits, regardless of either Pokemon's level. Roar is now affected by Magic Coat and Magic Bounce. If a battle with a wild Pokemon never involves more than one Pokemon on each side of the battle, Roar will fail if used by the player's Pokemon against a wild Pokemon. But if a wild Pokemon uses it against the player, it'll force the target to switch to another Pokemon in the trainer's party, regardless of the target's level. I love seeing the, like, evolution of moves throughout the games. I love when moves do this because I love I love reading, like, now it does this. But actually, now it does this, you know? It's fun. And finally, in Generation 6 and onwards, Roar now bypasses accuracy checks to always hit unless the target is in a semi-invulnerable turn of a move such as Digger Fly. Roar can now hit a target even if it is used Protect, Detect, or Spiky Shield, but will fail if the target is protected by Crafty Shield. Why? Roar can now be used as part of a contest spectacular combination, with the user gaining 3 extra appeal points if any of the moves Spikes, Stealth Rock, or Toxic Spikes was used in the prior turn. If used by the trainer Pokemon in an SOS battle, Roy will fail. Roy. Roar will fail. Roar will become a water-type move when used by a Pokemon with the ability Liquid Voice. (laughs) Great. If the user is affected by Throat Chop, it will be unable to use this move for two turns. If powered up into Normalium Z by into Z-Roar, the user's defense set raises by one stage. It can be used regardless of whether the user is affected by Throat Chop or not. Roar fails when used on Dynamax or Gigantamax Pokemon. And finally, 
If the user is holding a bottle of throat spray, the item will be consumed and the user's special attack stat will raise by one stage. I love that it is becomes a water type move when used with with, with liquid voice because like that does nothing. <laughs> but it's still really funny that it happens. Like that's 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 kind of hilarious. Um Is there anything oh, there's a lot of stuff about this move. Let's look at the description, I guess. Uh, the target is scared off and a different Pokemon is dragged out. In the wild, this ends a battle against a single Pokemon. Great. <laughs> we just sort of read all that stuff. Um, in Mystery Dungeon, it um, it is affected differently. Let's see what this let's see what this move does in Mystery Dungeon. In in Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team and Explorers of Time, Darkness, and Sky, uh, Roar is a move with 14 PP and 100% accuracy. If targets... If targets it targets enemies in front in the front, blowing them away ten tiles. If the enemy hits a wall, they take five HP of damage. If they hit another Pokemon, they both take that damage. A Pokemon that enters a tile can they cannot walk on will be warped away. This move is affected by the muzzled status condition and taunt. Being a sound-based move, it's blocked by soundproof. In Gates to Infinity, if the Pokemon that is blown back Um if if the Pokemon that is blown back hits another Pokemon, they will both take 5 damage. If the affected Pokemon hits a wall, they alone will take 5 damage. Interesting. Um, okay. Any, uh... Any trivia? <laughs> Although the sound-based move mechanic was introduced in Generation 3, Roar is listed under... War is listed in move index number near other Generation 1 sound-based moved, Growl, Sing, and Supersonic. In Fire Red and Leaf Green, if Roar is used by a, ro uh, by a roaming Pokemon, a glitch will cause the Pokemon to disappear from the game altogether. In practice, this affects Raikou if the player's starter was Squirtle and Entei if their starter was Bulbasaur. Suicune is unaffected because it does not know Roar when found as a roaming Pokemon. That sucks. So like you could just you could just lose the opportunity to to have that Pokemon in your game at all. It's really funny. That's actually that's really funny. <laughs> Great, thanks, thanks, Kim. Just like they roar so hard, they leave the 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 region. Okay, well that was a doozy. Hope uh, hope you didn't mind listening to all that stuff. Roar is a surprisingly complicated move in the, in this sort of history and things. But like I said, I love moves with a history. I love reading about how things change and how things sort of evolve over time to, to, to what we know it. It's very interesting, but, um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think that's everything we have to talk about is a good, good, uh, good thing. Sucks that we, that I didn't actually really have an opportunity to talk about the world championships, but hopefully you don't mind too much. Um, new you know new scarlet violet stuff i imagine we probably won't get any new news um for next episode but we'll see maybe i'll actually have an opportunity to talk about like something else that isn't scarlet and violet but i'm certainly not um opposed to it <laughs> i'm i'm very very excited for for um for pokemon scarlet violet and if you uh and if you missed last episode and you want to hear me talk more about scarlet violet uh i uh i went through the pokemon presents and went through like all of the new stuff and talked about it i watched it live i talked about all the new pokemon and the new uh abilities and stuff and so you can you can hear that then and uh hear me talk more about my excitement 
But until then, uh, follow me on Twitter and Twitch at LilySeon. Uh, also YouTube, LilySeon, L-I-L-L-I-E-C-E-O-N. Follow the podcast at Extreme EvoCast on Twitter to get updates on episodes coming out and anything else like that. Um, and until then, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.